0: This is Arab Talk on KPO San Francisco. I'm Jamal Dijani. Today we are going to talk about power, money, and the politics of fear. With us in the studio again is Dr. Rabab Abdelhadi. Welcome again to Arab Talk.
1: Thank you for having me. I think it's really important for us to discuss these issues.
0: We will be discussing several interconnected cases. The disappearance of Saudi dissident and journalist Jamal Khashoggi. A follow-up to our previous discussions on the silencing of academia at U.S. colleges. Now that the organizations and their funders have been identified, and I hate to tell you, our listeners, that we've been telling you all along. I hate to tell you that we told you so, but we told you so. First, the big news. The Jewish Community Federation of San Francisco, and this is in the San Francisco Bay Area, which includes the peninsula, Marin County, and Sonoma County, is also known as the JCF, has been consistently funding far-right and anti-Muslim hate groups across The country as far back as 2003 and the JCF has been funding the notorious Canary Mission Blacklist through its supporting foundation, the Helen Diller Family Foundation, which has in fact been contributing millions of dollars to anti-Muslim far right and right and right wing campus based groups for the past 15 years. We were thinking just this is recent, but it's not recent. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been 15 years. With a 2000, this is the 2017, uh, their 2017 budget of over $240 million and assets totaling over $1 billion. The JCF is one of the largest Jewish philanthropy organizations in the world, describing their mission as a philanthropic catalyst connecting Jewish people in the Bay Area of all ages, backgrounds, and perspectives to the power we have as a community to improve the world. But according to an excellent investigative report by Stephanie Sakura, mm-hmm. and she had a closer examination, this is an investigative report, and in a closer examination of the organization's financial documents also reveals a bevy of donations given to right-wing groups. Among the beneficiaries of the JCF's far-right funding, including notorious organizations such as Turning Point USA, the Tea Party Patriots Foundation, anti-gay groups such as the Heritage Foundation, and Southern Poverty Law Center designated anti-Muslim groups such as ACT for America and the Center for Security Policy, ladies and gentlemen, these organizations have received in excess of three 100 million dollars. Let me repeat that. This is not chump change. 300 million dollars over the course of the the years that were investigated. And some of these groups, uh, groups that contribute to Israeli illegal uh, settlements in the West Bank, which are under, of course, uh, illegal international law and have been repeatedly condemned by the United Nations. They appear in the JCF's report as grantees, organizations such as the Central Fund of Israel, mm-hmm. uh, which also serves as a pathway for funding Canary Mission, according to the previous report and the previous discussions, we've had, you know, another revelation in the forward article that, that appeared last week. Friends of the uh, of the Shabad of Hebron mm-hmm. which serves only Israeli occupation soldiers and the notoriously violent Hebron settlers friends of Ir David the Hebron fund and the Israel Independence fund they all received money mm-hmm. from the Jewish Community Federation uh, of the in the San Francisco Bay Area so I don't know what to go I mean we're going to go through the list I have only named very few names on the list. And we'll, we'll name the other names because this is an incredibly big story. Were you shocked by this report? Dr. Rabab Abdelhadi?
1: No, I wasn't shocked. We as you said, Jamal, we actually have seen the connections. We've seen the connections in the in the number of groups that have been targeting me targeting Ahmed um, studies targeting us targeting academics on various university campuses uh, targeting community groups trying to basically put out of business anybody who speaks up around questions of justice in for Palestine and connects it to questions of justice for all. This has been really a silencing McCarthyite campaign to silence intimidate bully put out of business destroy the livelihood destroy careers and um, um, may cause people health problems cause all sorts of things. This has been going on. but it's to me, and this is just came out today. So I actually started looking at it. And I started looking at the list. And I haven't done all the analysis that I would like to do. But it's very uh, revealing. Uh, I'll, I'll give you I'll, yeah.
0: I'll give you and our listeners another mm-hmm. taster. Mm-hmm. And and some of these organizations, yeah. of course, uh, you I'm are very, very familiar, familiar with. with. Yes. Initiative.
1: Amcha initiative. They,
0: they received. Yes. They received funding from them. Okay. So American initiative. free. You want to say? Y- one at a time. Okay.
1: Amcha initiative received hundred thousand dollars. I'm not even talking about the dealer because they, the Jewish Federation can just say, "Oh, diller, we do not know. We're just funneling us on." This is the Jewish Federation itself, according to the uh, report by Scora. Amcha initiative received hundred thousand dollars in two thousand thirteen. In two thousand thirteen, Amkhanishtev waged a very long campaign against me and against students in november twenty thirteen, continues to proceed to undermine actually accused us falsely of glorifying the murder of Jews, accused us of anti Semitism, and continued to uh, accuse me of uh, fraternalizing with terrorists and the Palestinian universities terrorists based on some kind of a report of Anti-Defamation League, which is discredited and disreputed. And they continued to accuse me of misuse of university public funds demanded uh, in audit, the university conducted three audits of me that all of these attacks have actually been following me until today, part of my career also, by the way, the Jewish Federation has supported the lawfare project which is now suing me and the university David Horowitz
0: Freedom, uh, Freedom Center. Center. Tell David, me about that.
1: Okay, well, David Horowitz is uh, uh, historically David Horowitz was one of the people which is not listed here. But in 2000, actually, the first time I was attacked. No,
0: no, he received was, he received $125,000. I no, know, I know, yeah, yeah,
1: but I'm talking about even before because uh, the, the, in the the dates are listed here. Like I know first, my first introduction to David Horowitz was in 2006. And I was attacked. I was at the University of Michigan and I was called in the evening by the dean on my cell phone saying to me, what is this? You can only speak as a citizen. You cannot speak in the name of the university because I signed a statement that was put together by my former students at New York University, who basically said that Israel should not be bombing the hell out of Lebanon in 2006 during the summer of 2006. And so that's the first time I've seen it. He put he was the he was the editor of front page. But then if you fast forward with David Horace in 2010 2011, David Horace started aggressively pushing his program of Islamofascism week.
0: I, I have campuses. a correction. Actually, yeah, this is a recent action. this is only a reason, a recent offering. But uh, I mean, right. uh, grant yeah. he received. Mm-hmm. But the total that the David Horowitz Freedom Center, he received $1,386,300 since 2003.
1: If you add them up. If you add them up. And this is what we know. This is what we know from the IRS filing. Of the forms of this federation, we—I mean—there may be a lot of other private uh, filing that's going. But we, if we look at it, I mean, I was—I am not—I—I—I I, I know about the attacks on academics. I know about uh, attacks against students. I know about attacks about certain. But I, even from my own experience and our experience at San Francisco State, I can track that. Wow, Amhai attacked us in this year. They've been rewarded. They got hundred thousand uh, uh, dollars. There was uh, the Simon was Wiesenthal was also participating. They got 6,500 in 2013. But in 2014, they got 7,000. This is from the Jewish Federation in two in 2015. They got another 5000 no yeah okay and then it goes up and up and up you go back the zionist organization of america 2016 gets 300 to $25, so it's kind of every single time they escalate the attacks against people who speak up for justice in for palestine there is the reward you escalate the attack they give them a little bit of seed money to start their project and then when they seem to actually be doing the job the hatchet job against us and bullying us and smearing us they get more money so the question actually remain and we can talk more about their The question is why a group that is supposed to be respectable like the Jewish Federation of San Francisco that is supposed to be one of the major respectable community groups. Why are they funding these groups in and out every single day in order to basically basically destroy our careers As Brooke Goldstein of law fair said we are going to inflict massive punishment.
0: Well, because um, they, have the they have the money, yes. they have the money, they believe they have the money, they have the power, mm-hmm. and they're using the politics of fear. Right. And exactly. this is the title exactly. of our show. I exactly. want to exactly. remind our listeners yes. who have joined us late. And this is uh, ladies and gentlemen, something that we've been talking about for many months. And last week, we only touched on the tip of the iceberg. And then this week, now we come to a bigger mm-hmm. revelation about the intensity. The money behind all the, 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 these groups. And so, just to remind our listeners, the big story here is that the Jewish Community Federation of San Francisco, which really covers the entire peninsula, Marin County, Sonoma counties also known as the JCF, has been consistently funding far-right and anti-Muslim hate groups across the United States as far back as 2003. And you've mentioned this is a reputable organization, and let me quote from its mission statement, and its mission statement says it's a a philanthropic catalyst connecting Jewish people in the Bay Area of all ages backgrounds and perspectives to the power we have as a community to improve the world it sounds it's very interesting it's, it sounds a they, very good statement yeah, and very benign yeah. yet yet now we find out and this is thanks to the excellent i have to say excellent investigative report and you could google her name Stephanie Scora Medium. Uh, on medium and she was able to obtain documents tax documents and n- nonprofit organizations. Actually, I haven't even started to talk about the tax benefits because this is all defrauding the American taxpayer. You know, you think that these this money is going to charitable charitable causes and instead they're going to attack you know, Mm -hmm. and spread Islamophobia in this country and attack academics and and students across the United States. So I think the IRS should step in and investigate this group. This is number one. This is number one. I'm telling people and I'm not going to stop. The IRS should investigate this group. That's his number one. Number two, there is here a class action lawsuit for all those people who got affected and had their careers ruined, you know, Palestinian American uh, professors uh, fired from universities or or, or under attack students who have been under attack. So again, this is the big story. We are talking about an organization with an annual budget of two hundred forty million dollars and assets totaling over 1 billion dollars. This is not chump change serious money serious Serious money
1: And 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 it is
0: one of the largest Organizations in the entire world not in the United States This is described as one of the largest Jewish philanthropy organizations in the world and again uh, Now we have all the paperwork We have all the documents going back for almost 15 years and this organization has contributed $300 million over the course of these years to these different organizations that we've been naming one by one, organizations stretching to uh, uh, colonial settlers in Hebron who have been basically attacking Palestinians day in, day out Mm. to organizations like Canary Mission, which has been defaming the reputation of students and academics.
1: Pam Geller and Robert Spencer.
0: That's right. Organizations have
1: placed the ads on the Muni uh, buses here in San Francisco, basically defaming and attacking Arabs and Muslims. And they have, I mean, people have seen the ads.
0: Pamela Geller. Pamela Geller has received $375,000 from the Helen Diller Family Foundation. Mm-hmm. We have the names. We have the amounts. We have the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is—they've been hiding this for years. They've been deceiving the public. They've been deceiving the taxpayers. They have a skeleton uh, office like Canary Mission in uh, Beit Shemesh outside Jerusalem with no one there. And someone hiding, you know, a whole army hiding behind their computers, posting people's uh, students pictures and academics and and lying and spreading lies, basically on the on the Internet with no accountability. Because, you know, people say, well, we don't know where these people are. You know, who, who's behind this website? Who are these shady characters oh, behind a this? A bunch of crazy people. A bunch know. of crazy people. Oh, it might be coming from Israel. Well, the source is right here. The source is less than a mile away from our studio in San Francisco. And I know they're listening to this show. And I know they've read all these articles. And, the, and they know that we've made an invitation for their representatives to come to Arab Talk and discuss it. What are they going to say? Let them come. Defend well, themselves. No, I
1: think this is the reason they're not actually responding to you. Because what is it that they, what are they going to say about it? What are they going to say about uh, somebody like David was who plastered posters all over campuses, defaming professors, defaming students, accusing us of being supporters of terrorism, accusing us of Jew hatred, all over? Well, how do you how do you defend something like this? I mean, what is it that they're going to say? And this is very clear. It's not one year. It's not two years. It's not three years. It's a continuing pattern This is something my concern Jamal I have to, add, to tell you is that to me I would I want to know my I'm concerned as somebody who's being attacked is What is the relationship of my university to
0: this groups? Well, we're gonna get there because yeah. mm-hmm. I think I want our listeners to understand the severity of this issue, and we're getting questions. You know, uh, we're getting questions on on Facebook Live, and one of the questions uh, uh, is: Has the funding breached any law? I believe so. Of course, when you when you re, when you misrepresent your mission statement, and uh, of course, uh, these organizations uh, have a 501c3 uh, status, which is a tax exempt status. And their contributors receive tax deduction because supposedly they're donating to an organization to help Feed the poor, or educate, uh, or offer education to children, and they're using the money, basically to harass.
1: That's not enough to cover up lies. That's not enough to cover up uh, invitation to violence, um, promotion of violence. That is sometimes people say, well, speech is protected, and so on, and, and we say this is the weaponizing free speech in favor of the right wing. But it's also an invitation for violence, and they're actually are, uh, supporting violent groups. <laughs> well, right? these groups are, are are listed are listed Army as hate
0: so groups, one. by the way. So
1: they, they're listed as hate groups, and the Southern Poverty Law Center has already documented David Horowitz, uh, uh, Richard uh, uh, Spencer, Pam Geller, uh, Daniel Pipes of the Middle East Forum. Uh, every one of them, they've all li- been listed, including gears of uh, the Netherlands. I mean, they've all been listed as being as 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 A- Asians of Islamophobia, anti-Arab, anti Arab uh, anti anti Palestinian and also anti black anti immigrants. I mean, this is the people who are spewing hate and basically promoting violence. And this foundation has supported them and has also supported organizations that support Israeli soldiers who are going around killing on a rampage
0: and and colonial settlers and, and
1: colonial settler. And these are if you want to think about even if you want to think about the narrow definition of law, it's violates. then are
0: Well, I mean, talking about the violates, yeah. we know, and this is a fact: the uh, uh, the U.S. government, the Treasury Department, yeah. has shut down basically Arab and Muslim organizations.
1: Multiple them. By the way, some and of them were sued by uh, one of the groups, Surat al-Din.
0: Yeah, and is, and because they they found the they found a little yeah. violation of of how they use the I mean, allegedly. Uh, how they m- misuse the funding they were accused of uh, transferring funds to Gaza on on that basis and even though if it was for a charitable you try to charitable, bitches, yeah. charitable cause mm-hmm. these organizations were basically you know taken to court and they were eventually they were shut down right. and and now when you have an organization which basically sends money mm-hmm. to violent settlers in Hebron isn't that a violation of any of these of uh, you know when you have an organization that supports a shady website to defame mm-hmm. and harass students and harass professors at universities so i think
1: uh, look jamal the the, Ameri- the 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 jewish national fund they funded the Jewish National Fund of 164,000, $164,800 in 2015. The Jewish National Fund has been actually the one that is building settlements and the ruins of Palestinian villages. For example, in Hiran, many people have heard about Um Hiran in Nakab that has been threatened by destruction again and again and again because they are the israelis are building settlement called Hiran that is funded by the jewish national fund we've actually taken picture we visited al Hiran back in 2016 and again in 2018 recently and this is being this is the jewish national this is what jewish national fund is is doing so this is and I think one of the things that I, 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 to us, I think to me and to you and many of people who have been read this, who are ver- well versed in it, we know what how what is going on. But I think to many of the listeners, I think the question of people say, how could this happen while this is happening? And the problem, and I think that this, that this they construct it as a dichotomy, but you can see actually. That there is funding of a lot of right wing. It's not just funding Israel. It's funding a lot of right wing, homophobic, homophobic anti immigrant, yeah. anti black, anti women, Tea Party, what have you, white supremacist group. They are funding them. And at the same time, they are also funding Israel. They are funding multiple Zionist groups who are attacking us left and right. And it is exactly what Richard Spencer said in his interview with the, the white supremacists. He said, Well, I'm a white Zionist. I am a white Zionist so that the, the, I don't think there is a discri- that I don't think there is a contradiction in their positions. This this is these groups are funding a very right wing agenda that is trying to crush any attempts by anybody to speak up for justice, not only in and for Palestine, but anywhere, anybody who's speaking up for justice, you are not allowed to do it. Because if you are going to speak up, it, it, it subverts the right wing agenda and the hegemony of the The other thing is that also the what they are trying to do is basically maintain some kind of a Jewish hegemony over any kind of uh, speak speaking up or any kind of opposition by Jewish groups. So and what's really great is today. The Forward published a letter from the alumni of the Eller Foundation the teen alumni saying that we do not accept this we do not stand for this we are we are completely against this whole anti-arab anti-palestinian anti-muslim violence that has been funded by The
0: Forward the, is a Jewish yeah, uh, publication yeah, there
1: was there The Forward yeah the Jewish this is this is the main uh, newspaper in the US that has been publishing all these exposes and they published a letter from the teen alumni of the Diller Foundation. It was actually teen and older who mentioned their names, and they said, "We are we we we're, we're against it totally, and we are critical of the Diller Foundation." And so, on. so this actually also raises the question of that I always ask: Who owns Jewishness? These organizations try, try to claim that they speak up for all the Jews, and they do not. And so, in other words, in other words, the whole question, the, the struggle of against anti-Semitism. These groups are actually contributing to the struggle of antisemitism by saying that they speak for all the Jews and all the Jews speak up for all these violent groups and for vol- race hatred and that's is, that simply is not true that simply is not true the letter today from the alumni of the Heller Foundation uh, people who are speaking up there the very reporters who are exposing this left and right whether it is Cora who's an activist in Chicago whether you're talking about uh, Cassis, who is a, a reporter in the Forward people have been exposing this not just it's not me and you we know this because we've been at the receiving end. We've been victimized. Well, we've right? been also talking well, about this. Yeah, we've yeah. been talking about yeah. this
0: on Arab Talk right, actually right. for several months. And you're right. I mean, yeah. it, 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 when we started to talk about it, it was tidbits coming here right, and there. Right, right. And we said this was the tip of the iceberg. Right. And then it, it started also with the uh, with the uh, the Al Jazeera documentary, right, which was never released. Was an never article released. by Electronic Intifada. Right, the right. article by the Forward. Yes. And then now this most recent revelation at. Um, on the and medium. All out. And so it's all coming out. And we're going to see more. And, and, and because
1: uh, Jonathan Cassis actually has a list. He every day he publishes on Twitter, his handwritten says, I talked to the Jewish Federation of LA. Oh, they've done one, two, three, four. I've talked to this. I've talked to this. So I think it's really also important to remind our listeners that the reason that when you see something like this, this does not speak about what the Jewish community is about. It actually speaks about one aspect, one segment of the Jewish community. That's right wing. That's racist, that supports Zionism, that supports the Israeli Scepter colonial project and basically whips up attacks after attacks and after and and actually subsidizes finances finances bullying and smearing and attacks against us in order for us not to speak up the truth because they would like to maintain the untruth, the lies that Israel and designers are, are uh, uh, spreading. So I think it's really, really important that people do not mix up the things when people say there's not Jews who are doing it. These are people who are claiming to speak up for all the Jews and they do not.
0: You're absolutely right. And now. Let's talk about the connection, Yes. Uh, because I mean, I look at the uh, at the list yes. and of course I'm familiar with, I would say 90% of these names, some right. names. I don't even know these uh, right. little groups now because we have they to are go and learn
1: about. Them, so we right, have to yeah.
0: learn about them. Yeah. And it's a very dizzying. It's yeah. dizzying, dizzying in the in the in the in the name of the organizations that are involved and who have been collaborating. And yes. then it's dizzying actually in the figure three hundred million dollars. Yeah. $300 million instead of going to feed the hungry to to educate the uneducated. It's just it was used for smear campaigns, hack jobs, bullying, bullying, misinformation. Legal
1: and this was litigation, all litigation until uh, to death. You know? Exactly.
0: And this was all tax deductible. So right. there is also that violation. Right. And I'm sure it is something that the IRS needs to investigate. But how can we connect? Because yes. this is also we have to connect this. You know, it's very
1: connected. Jamal. I no, no. Yeah. But
0: How can I, I know it's very connected, but also what I'm mostly concerned about is connecting all of this to academia. Yes, because they cannot just do the do the work from the outside externally. No, of course not. And this is a very tempting amount of money, 300 million dollars. And that's why when you see presidents of university shaking, in their feet. Mm -hmm. When you see chairs of departments unable to speak and unable to support a professor under attack. This is not just because you have canary mission or you have this or or having their name This is real money. We are talking about $300 million. And for those who are joining us late in the game. You know, the big story today. And again, I want to repeat the big story because I know it's very confusing and we've been working and talking about it for a long time. Now we know that the Jewish Community Federation of San Francisco in the peninsula, Marine County, Sonoma counties, has been consistently funding far right and anti-muslim hate groups across the United States as far back as 2003 with a budget annual budget of 240 million dollars and assets totaling over 1 billion dollars they sp- they've spent and I have to repeat this figure and this is kind of mind-boggling 300 million dollars 300 million dollars to silence to silence academia imagine to defame students yes. Instead instead of helping the poor instead of educating the uneducated of hiring faculty instead instead of hiring faculty Funding
1: programs that educate. Yeah,
0: so connecting it taking it back What's the connection to the universities. I
1: can I can speak about uh, there is multiple levels that you spoke about first of all The question of public money This is public taxpayers money because they are getting tax exempt, which means they do not pay taxes on it While they so they're hiding there is two levels of it one is that they are there. They're, they're, they're uh, getting tax benefits. And two, they are actually getting a shield of respectability. Because it is tax-exempt everybody says well non-profit. It must be really a great thing because it's not profit-seeking It's not for profit. So there is this kind of respectability shield that's at at. And then you have the connection with the public universities like California State University University of California Specifically, let's I can speak most about San Francisco State even though I know about other and I'm very much active in the California uh, Scholars for academic freedom and we have been actually trying to put our universities to task and hold them accountable and make them transparent But you can see the connections here Here is a federation that actually many people Who are included and involved in it Have very intimate relationship Because the Jewish Federation of San Francisco Also funds the Jewish Community Relations Council The Jewish Community Relations Council Sits sat on the President Wong's Task Force for Campus Climate Was involved with the Adha group That was set up by Vice President Lolo Hong have, have been very much involved in and out uh, we've as you as you know, we've received uh, public record uh, re- Public records that were given to the law fair that's suing us. We requested we didn't I, we don't know if we got everything We've requested multiple public records. We haven't received them but the, the, the Records that they have given to the law fair, They've shared with us some of them and all of these groups are all over Jewish National Fund is all over Jewish Community Relations Council this and that and I, I told you I haven't had time because I was actually going to compare I mean, this is what you do as a researcher. You mm-hmm. compare. You look at the figures here. You go compare them historically. You compare them to the dates and say, "Oh, what happened 2016? Oh, this is Middle East Forum of Daniel Pipes is getting 46,000 uh, for over 46,000 dollars." From the Jewish Community Federation, I'm not even talking about the Diller Fund. Now I'm talking about the bigger, because Jewish Community Federation. When is, we talked last, the week, umbrella. They, said, they said, "Oh, Diller, they did this, and we will never fund," and so on. Now we have all this revelation that the Jewish Federation itself has been funding mm-hmm. all of these groups. We'll so a what, billion did, dollars worth what, is what did Middle East Forum do in 2016? Middle East Forum launched a very big campaign to ask the president of the university to cancel the agreement we have concluded with a Najah National University one of the major Palestinian institutions that educates our children that educates students that gives them degrees in order for them to be able to survive in the hostile environment of occupation, where the economy of the Palestinian economy is completely dependent on the Israeli economy. And Israel is still strangulating Palestinian economy. So when you're talking about this, they are actually targeting a small agreement that i have uh, initiated and i worked with it with a graduate student Mira Nabelsi. we put it together and we ended up submitting it and then it went up the chain of command and it was with it they attacked this is middle east forum It's being rewarded it's being given money before and it's being rewarded afterwards you talk about the amcha initiative that only last march organized so-called group of sixty uh, civil liberties Jewish organizations are not—they're not, not civil and they're not liberty. Okay, they're neither. Okay, and organize it in order to attack me because I criticize President Wang for saying Zionists are welcomed on campus, and I have been subjected to hate mail, I subject to threats, I have been subjected to attacks against me, a hostile work environment, and so on. And so the problem—the thing is—is is that here you have a public institution. Public institution, public taxpayers' money, taxpayers are being are funding San Francisco State University. Mm -hmm. One third of the of the San Francisco State University. This is coming from taxpayers' money. This is coming from money that is also these these foundations are being exempt for. So it's kind of like a very interesting loop. That's connected with each other. Well, the question is. And that all is working to silence instead of us allowing us to be able to do what we do best, produce knowledge, educate, educate students who are the first in in their homes to go to college, educate students of immigrants, educate poor students, enabling people to even have a little bit of a chance to survive, to learn, to think and so on. What they are engaging is, as you said, the politics of fear, intimidation, bullying, smearing, under the guise that they're actually fighting anti Semitism and they are doing nothing of the sort. What they are actually doing is they are promoting anti Semitism by claiming that they represent, that these people who are doing these bad things represent all Jews, which is the claim of Zionism. I mean, this is what Zionists claim.
0: Well, I mean, uh, the big story, of course, uh, to our listeners, if you joined us late and we've been talking uh, to Dr. Rabab Abdelhadi, this is Arab talk on KPOO San Francisco 89.5 FM. But now that tip of the iceberg, that pyramid is collapsing little by little and we have more and more information. So we're coming with new information on a daily basis. It started with Canary Mission. Now we are we know that there's not canary mission. You have hundreds of canary mission. You have three hundred million dollars uh, that were given, and we talked about the connection on college can campuses. But things, w- yeah, yeah. But we just sk- one thing because you can talk about this yeah. too, because obviously, as we find more information, and you mentioned local organizations like here and Jesse RC and right. and uh, the Jewish Community Federation of San Francisco.
1: Right.
0: And they sit on the hiring committee of the president of San Francisco State University and, and the,
1: co- the human rights commission of the and, City of San and San
0: Francisco. other things. Yeah. Well, the connection also is what is the financial com- connection to CSU? What is the financial connection?
1: Well, we know there is a connection with UC system. Now we are actually trying. I'm saying California scholars for academic firms actually trying to find FOIA, try to find out all this information and to basically break this kind of connection and this hold this control uh, Some by some of these zionist groups and other right-wing groups. I mean, they're also they collaborate with each other I don't think it's an accident that they funded the tea party And the turning point I mean they funded all of these very right-wing group. It's not it's not an accident It's not an accident that there is a connection It's not something like I think we need to stop saying oh wow, we are shocked and say, what are we going to do about it? But if you think about it, for us, for example, some of the organizations that are not mentioned here San Francisco Hillel, SF Hillel, SFSU Hillel, that funds Israel on, on campus coalition fellows, that funds a lot of these groups. You have Simon Wazenthal Center. Simon Wazenthal Center is the one that is building. The Museum of Tolerance on the ruins of the Mamilla cemetery in which members of your family are buried okay the most of the Jerusalem Jerusalem is the graves of Palestinians and so on and Simon was its from 2013 at least in my experience has been working with the Amcha initiative in order to undermine us and in order to to, to actually accuse us falsely by of promoting anti Semitism of being anti Semitic and of being terrorist supporters. So it's not only that they are actually presenting this kind of image of what Jewishness is about, which is very destructive image, which is very, very negative and, and incorrect and accurate image. At the same time also they are trying to silence anybody who contests that and they are trying to undermine our educational programs that are trying to educate people about things that people do not know about that incite Islamophobia and Arab discrimination and so
0: on. So we're talking about the uh, power, money and the politics of fear. Yes. And I want to come back actually later on to talk about your letter to okay. President Wang. But since we are on this topic and we're talking about the local level right. and what I call here is kind of like giving Israel and its surrogates in the United States, as usual, a wink and a nod. The Israel exception carte blanche carte blanche. But at the same time, the other big story Mm -hmm. now, you know, the disappearance of Saudi dissident and journalist Jamal Khashoggi. And this is our other big ally in the Middle East, Saudi Arabia. And so for our listeners, just the least, most recent update, and, and we don't have all, of course, I, I I say the disappearance, because, of course, we have a lot of reports, you know, like I was looking recently at a report, and, and this is uh, from the uh, Middle East Eye publication. They say it's an exclusive that Shabbat Khashoggi was dragged from the consul general's office in Istanbul in, in this, or the Saudi concert in Istanbul uh, last Tuesday before he was brutally murdered by two men who cut up his body. This is according to their report. We don't know what we don't know if this happened. Nevertheless, Khashoggi his, has been missing since last Tuesday. He entered the what we know, he entered the consulate to obtain paperwork so, so he could remarry. Mm-hmm. His fiance was waiting for him outside, never returned and and this is this is the last time he was seen, right? Yes. and And so uh, today I was watching television, and I was people have been, of course, and uh, pressing the issue, and uh, because of he is a high profile, but we know, hundreds of dissidents disappear in Saudi Arabia. No one hears or learns about their names. Nevertheless, you know, because he was in Washington, D.C., he comes from a, a, a Very big, b- family. big family. You right. know, his uh, Adnan Khashoggi, people might have heard of Adnan Khashoggi, the billionaire. He was an arms dealer. Right, right. And so he wrote for The Washington Post. Right. Right. So we hear about we hear about his story. And then they asked President, uh, Trump and he says well we'll we'll press them but you know we do billions of dollars with Saudi Arabia That's right. Money. So in my opinion you cannot call
1: it the financing of fear. Well not just
0: the politics. While well, we no we yeah. talked about the yeah. power people who who has power Bank. talked about right. you know the uh, money so you always have to follow the money and the, and, and this is the political fear. It's the same thing. It's silencing dissent. You know, we criticize all these small countries, third world countries. They have terrible uh, human rights. Uh, you know, and I mean, one thing I have to say, this comes to mind. I'm sorry if I'm free associating, but I'm sick and tired of those pundits mm-hmm. that I keep seeing on television. Who say that you know the disappearance of Jamal Khashoggi now is bringing the Saudi-American relations to cross crossroads or testing whatever? As if our relationship with Saudi Arabia was based on human rights and justice. Of course, it was always based on oil. It's based on oil. Well,
1: and strategic uh, relations and uh, historically. And secondly, it has been based more recently about, well not only more recently, it's historically as well, about Saudi Arabia actually playing a very reactionary role in the region in trying to suppress all oppositional movements. We know about Saudi Arabia and its role in suppressing the Egyptian uprising, suppressing the Bahraini uprising, suppressing any uprisings anywhere. Saudi Arabia was also the site from which United States military gathered, in order to launch the attack on Iraq in 1991, not only the invasion of Iraq in 2003. More recently Saudi Arabia has been involved along with the United States after Trump left and Israel in an alliance to try to target and destroy Iran. Okay, and everybody talks about Iranian nuclear weapons and nobody even mentions that Israel has at least 300 300 nuclear bombs already in their arsenal in demona, which is a project again And this is kind of like the whole thing about the, the dominant discourses and the need for us to teach about them uh, It was started by by uh, by among others Shimon Peres, who gets constructed as a man of peace and when he died Obama President Obama called compared him to Mandela. I mean It's 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 mind-boggling when people say something like this I mean, you are a well-learned person. You're a Rhodes Scholar. You, why is the knowledge stopping in some places and there are blind spots in the knowledge? Aren't you supposed to apply the question of justice everywhere? No, and they
0: cannot, they and cannot do any, any, basically they can do no wrong. I mean, Israel, we know whether, I mean, they get a pass. You, you've heard Nikki Haley, she just actually resigned just a day ago, but the, she, can, she would stand in front of the entire world community and say that, Always, Palestinians are terrorists. The terrorists, and when Israel kills, you know, journalists and medics and children, never, ever, ever once condemned.
1: Holds up a young student who's going there for her research, Laurel Kosim. I mean, this is happening all the time. I think the other thing that actually really important There's two other connections that I think maybe your listeners will relate to one is the historical question of the disappearance of political activists whether we are talking about the history of Argentina history of Chile history of Brazil or two days ago We had one of my colleagues speak about the Spanish Civil War Mm -hmm. and the Basque and the Catalonian and uh, self-determination movements and what happens when you have somebody like franco or what happened when you had somebody like mussolini basically rounding up people and killing them en masse and putting them in mass graves or taking the children and giving them to adopted families So this is what's happening with Saudi Arabia It's not the first time because there was a very big uh, story in the 70s of Nasser Said mm-hmm. who was a very b- b- Well, very well-known opposition Nasserite figure who was living in Beirut and he disappeared and then we have uh, many many Rahman Munif, who wrote the, the book cities of salt and I'm just uh, uh, Inviting your listeners to read it's available in English. It's a beautiful beautiful five part about the ways the so-called country of Saudi Arabia. We actually call it the Arabian Peninsula because what you, what's What does it mean to have a country named after a family? Okay, so he wrote about that. Rahman Munif died in Jordan. I mean, there is a lot opposition It's not possible. In well, Saudi especially
0: Arabia. actually if we can take I mean, this goes way back, but I know for sure when I was covering uh, through by uh, other news show, uh, uh, you know, during the uh, um, the uh, mostly the Bush George W. Mm-hmm. Uh, administration, the war on terror, mm-hmm. and uh, Saudi Arabia milked the. That pretext, yeah. and they've arrested many dissidents, and they've executed, and they always the news. You, in
1: rendition too, you, in the program you, of rendition. Yeah, yeah, you
0: read you read about mm-hmm. it in their news, and they say they've killed yeah. terrorists. Yeah. Those are Al Qaeda members. But look
1: what they are doing, and in no Iran. one. Look how many people, civilian populations, they are killing day in and day out, and nobody is a, is expressing any outcry about that. That's like that's a that's a crime against humanity.
0: So this is what Trump uh, said about this when he was asked. He said, "I know they are," meaning the Senate talking about different kinds of sanctions. This is when he was asked if there will be any sanctions on Saudi Arabia because oh, and he said but uh, there the Saudi Arabia is spending 110 billion dollars on military equipment and on things that create jobs like jobs and others uh, for this country. I don't like the concept of stopping an investment of 110 billion dollars into the United States. No. So this is
1: well, this is the same thing what the Jewish Federation is doing in San Francisco is investing. In terror is investing in injustices, is investing in destroying people's lives, is investing in killing journalists and disappearing them. This is is a, there are investments. I mean, there are investments in war industries and there are investments in peace. I remember in 1991 there was this whole discussion of the peace dividend. People were having serious discussions that now the Soviet Union has uh, has fell apart, the Warsaw Pact has disappeared, so the United States became the unipolar. Power in the world. And so a lot of people in the US started talking about something called the peace dividend Why do we need to have Boeing factories? Why do we need to have this? Why do we need to have this and all of a sudden they come and create again the war on terror and they engage in one adventure after another because this war is beneficial in 2000 uh, in 2009 I think in 2014 again, there is an Israeli group called who prophets mm-hmm. and the Israeli group actually documents what Israel does to sell its military. So, for example, they put the Markava tanks. They put the 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 the, 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 the all the military there, the Uzi and everything else that they they use. I'm not as well versed in, in like weapons and so on. I prefer to think peace and to think about justice and knowledge. But they they advertise them in international uh, uh, trade shows for for weapons and they say they write on it tested in, pa- in battle. Mm-hmm. So, in if you want to be able to, sh- t- if we, yeah, if you want to be able to sell weapons, and weapons are only made to kill, there is no other reason to have weapons. They, 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 they need to market them, and in order to market them, they say it's tested in battle. So it goes back to the whole question: that the the connection between the peace dividend in the U.S. the possibilities of investing in peace, in social justice, in programs of education, food, health, things that are cleaning the environment. As opposed to people who are actually investing in war, in intimidation, in bullying, this is the question always gets raised: Where does, where are your public uh, tax dollars? Where are your tax dollars? And a lot of, you know, remember historically, always Palestinians say, "Your tax dollars at work."
0: Again, so they, yeah. I want to renew my invitation to representatives of the Jewish Community Federation and the Helen Diller Foundation right here in San Francisco to come and have a discussion on this radio show about this uh, latest revelation we have about so far. We, so, so, far. far. Yeah. so we have less than uh, 10 minutes. And I want to go back now to your letter on Mondawis mm-hmm. that you wrote to address to President Wong of San Francisco State University.
1: What do
0: you want me to? What would you well, want to know? Well, besides the content. All right. So I mean, this was a letter. I mean, now we have yeah. more revelation. Yes. And 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 he, I'm sure he reads uh, this, your letter is in our uh, publication. All these reports, our radio yes. show, and others, we've been talking about this, the, this uh, basically big, really scandal. It's it's a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Three hundred million dollars have been spent to basically attack academics and students okay. and. Uh, yes. Members of the public, instead of going to, to to do something good with it, with it, and you have been personally affected.
1: Yes, and I'm asking the president of my university, who will continue to be the president until July 1st, 2019, when he steps down. I heard the news on Monday and I wrote my statement, basically saying, President Wong you have a year to do the right thing with this year, you can choose what kind of a legacy you're going to have. Are you going to have a legacy as the one the only university president who said Zionists are welcomed on campus actually made such a declaration? Or are you going to be a president who will actually use this year boldly because San Francisco State keeps saying think boldly think boldly. What does bold thinking mean? Bold thinking mean actually challenging taking risks. The working for justice, educating for justice. And one of the things that I, I, I've, I've asked him, and I mentioned it, I've asked him to issue me a public apology of the condemnation of anti-Semitism that he did back in 2013 as a result of the Amcha
0: initiative, which is now, nonetheless, they received big the money. Funded,
1: big funded, okay, and got more funding uh, since two thousand and thirteen because he condemned anti-Semitism without actually investigating and finding out if we were indeed engaged, if we were not engaged, and so on. It was false charges, but he went and he has not, in five years, has not come out. To actually say that this these charges against me of anti-semitism are false or the charges against my, my students or against activism on campus or advocacy. That's one thing. The second thing that I'm asking President Wong to do, which is very connected to this, is we want a transparent and open investigation of everything that has happened in campus, including follow the money, mm-hmm. follow the money, because from the public record that we've received. And I don't remember every single detail now. So I don't want to quote directly. But I can paraphrase. There is meetings upon meetings upon meetings with many of the people who are connected with the Jewish Federation of San Francisco. What are you meeting about? And the meetings we know the the records are all about basically suppressing us punishing the students uh, worrying about what I'm doing and so on many of the people who are actually became involved in the lawsuit against me and in the tolerance of the University of David Horowitz who put up four poster campaigns quoting the Canary Mission on campus in places that actually they're not even supposed to be placing. So according to old time, place and manner policy and the new one, they shouldn't. What did the university do? The university police. So now we know who paid for
0: these posters, by the yes, way,
1: we know who paid for them. So now uh, the police chief of San Francisco actually admits. That They had a police uh, person called David Horowitz and said to them next time. Give us heads up I mean, it's shocking. Imagine. It's shocking It's really shocking that you would actually justify hate speech. Why by calling it content neutral? So there is all the stuff that's going on. There is all this money There is the continuous suppression. There is the continuously making my life Trying to make my life miserable and so on, so I would not do the kind of programming I'm doing. We, I would not insist on having the continue the Ahmed program and build it and so on. So there is a question of silencing in terms of immediate silencing. There is silencing in terms of bullying and smearing. There is silencing in trying to, uh, to 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 ruin my career, basically ruin my career and smear my reputation among my colleagues and public and so on. There is invitation to violence by actually calling me anti-Semitic. And, and calling me Jew hater and call me a terrorist. And there is also on top of it s- direct, direct, not indirect, direct silencing by actually trying to strangulate the Ahmed studies program by not allowing us to have the courses that we need to have by actually the latest. The most recent uh, thing is that, you know, flip a coin. I propose courses, so I'm supposed to now flip a coin and decide whether I would like to offer a course on Arab American identity, or I would like to bring a leading Muslim American feminist to speak in the in the class. This is the same semester. The same thing happened this semester. Cancel the Edward Said course, Mm -hmm. the course on Palestine, and replace it with a course about Arab American uh, Arab American feminism, which is the name of my book. I mean, it's not that I do not know about it, but why? Why are you proposing one kind of justice against another? Why are you? Saying we're going to cancel the Edward Said course and re- replace it with a course on feminism and, and gender and sexual justice Why are you going to say or oh, choose either Arab or Muslim? I don't want to choose I they're all connected with each other justice is indivisible I keep saying so all of these things are actually trying to strangulate and trying to stop the Ahmed studies program because they have taken away Our faculty lines. They have not uh, given any operating budget to the or staff to the program So what they are trying to do is basically now the remaining thing is there is this faculty member who's trying to fight for the program and and keep it going and so on and they're trying to basically silence that and get me make my life so miserable. This is kind of like this war of attrition Mm -hmm. that is attacks after attacks after attacks after attacks to basically say to me, give up, give up, let it go. Because if you let it go, maybe your life will improve and I'm saying I'm not going to give up. I'm not let it go. I am not I'm going to be standing and defending myself my students and my program and my community against lawfare and the biggest Zionist organization groups that are being funded by the Jewish Federation and I'm going to also defend myself my student and my program from the attacks by the administration that is also very intimately connected two people who are funding the same groups who are trying to silence us on campus, and we are also going to do the positive thing of actually doing our programs, teaching our students, engaging with our communities, and really advocating in a very rigorous academic and pedagogical manner for the indivisibility of justice.
0: Now uh, now since there, basically this big revelation and their identity has been revealed. Do you think you're gonna see any changes on um, by the administration at San Francisco State uh, University in
1: 1964 Johnson uh, signed the Civil Rights Act. He didn't sign it out of the goodness of his heart because there was a huge movement that kept pushing and pushing. But there were people in as administration who were fighting against it. And he said he did it. And I said that one time to President Wong, that sometimes you really need an executive decision. You sometimes you are in the leadership. When you are in the leadership, what do you do the leadership for? What do you need the leadership for just in order to like stand and have photo opportunities and so on? You have a chance. There is what are they going to do to you more than that, that than, you know, getting you out? Basically, you're going to be You're stepping down on July 1st, the universe is saying he's retiring. That's not what he said. He said I'm stepping down in his video, right? So if you're stepping down, you have a year, you have to do the right thing, do the bold thing, stand up for justice, stand up for actually an excellent academic program. I'm not asking you to do something outside of your comfort zone. I'm asking to do something for which you were hired in the first place as a president of an academic institution that's public, that's very precious to all of us. So that's what I hope they would. If they don't, we will continue fighting for for our studies, for our students, for our programs. It's our job in life. That's what we're we're doing.
0: You've been listening to Arab Talk Radio on KPOO San Francisco. This is 89.5 FM. We'll talk to you next week.